Welcome once again to Ask. I'm Pastor Jamie. We're here at Cornerstone Church. A few great questions on this episode you won't want to miss. We have, hey, what kind of schooling is best for a Christian student? Uh, also, uh, what does it mean that the Holy Spirit lives inside the Christian and what is the role of elders, especially at Cornerstone, our church? So great questions. Stay tuned on Ask. Okay, welcome once again. This is where we answer questions that you ask. So uh, I know you have a question, maybe about the Bible you're reading, or maybe um, you know something has come up in your life. You're like, man, how should a Christian think about this, or something else? We need your questions. Just go to cornerstonebv.org media page, drops down, ask. You put in your question, leave your name or don't. Up to you. All right. So uh, if you ever been like, I really want to know that, this is your opportunity, and we'll answer on an upcoming episode. Uh, all right, so first, is it best for students to go to public, private, or homeschool? All right, I'm not getting into this at all because this always gets people angry at you. Um, now, this has been actually a, a question that's been asked or my thoughts or feedback uh, many times. When, you, when you're a family and you got kids, um, it, you know, you, you want them to be knowing, like, I'm doing what's best for them, right? It makes sense. And uh, especially for believers, we're like, okay, what's best for their faith? Um, now, we, we've added all the COVID stuff and masks and all the restrictions, and hopefully a lot of that's lessening, but who knows in the future. And so you have all that too. So uh, what do I think? I don't think there's, and I'm not copping out here, I really truly don't think there's some one biblical answer, how you should school your, your kids, right? Um, you, you, every family has to pray about this. You should interview people you trust who do uh, the, the different things those different options and, and ask them what's been good what's been bad what's the challenge where is it maybe been good for your child or or where has it been a, a hindrance or a possible danger you have to pray about it you have to think about your own children and who they are and 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 decide for you for yourself um there's potential 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 dangers in all of them right and i'm not going to go into all of them i mean i don't even i'm not even an expert on all of them but there's going to be potential pitfalls in all different ways of 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 schooling um what i would say this regardless of what you do do not let schools raise your kids right and don't let schools be the primary discipler in christ of your kids hopefully they're a help and not a hindrance but they may not be. Even if you go to a Christian school, they may teach something that you don't think is, is the best thing to be taught. Okay, that's going to happen. We're not in a perfect world, but make sure that you know what's going on. That you uh, know what your, your student, your child is learning in school. And, and, and communicate as best you can with the teachers and with the school so you're as much as you can be on the same page. If, if your child's in a situation you truly think, man, this is hindering them, and, and, and really danger to their faith, and you probably have to seriously consider something else. The problem is, is there's, you know, not everyone is capable or able to homeschool their child. Um, not everyone is able to afford a private school, a Christian school. Um, so that's what makes this so hard. We are not in a perfect world. Um, and so you have to pray about that. What can you do? What's best for your child? And there will be no perfect answer. Again, there will be some things that you're like, ugh, wish that wasn't the case, right? And, and that's okay. That's where God's grace comes in. You're the parent. Make sure you take as much control over what's happening with your child, um, no matter what their situation is. 
okay? Um, you know, one of the things that I personally think that, that public schools should be a last resort uh, that's turned into the primary way to educate our children, and I don't personally think that's the best, regardless if you're a Christian. Um, you should want control over what your child is learning, I would think, and so to just put it all in the hands of the government, the state, just doesn't seem like the best way to go about it. Unfortunately, there's not a great system in place, right? That, that economically speaking, if we made it more uh, flexible for parents to get their tax money and, and maybe school up with a bunch of other uh, families, and maybe it's not a homeschool situation, but it's kind of a, uh, you know, you're schooling your children together or you use that money to go to private school, something like that. I would think that public school should be last resort. Um, unfortunately, that's not the case. So uh, that's something to certainly pray for and think about as time uh, goes on. All right? Okay, hopefully that helps. Secondly, what does it mean that the Holy Spirit lives inside the Christian? Um, all right, so you hear that, like, the Holy Spirit's in me, and it sounds kind of weird, right? Like, is he really? Like, is that just something Christians say? No, it's an actual biblical concept. Um, there's several things the Bible says that the Holy Spirit does for the Christian. Uh, some, uh, many, I should even say, uh, of the works of the Spirit are done immediately upon conversion. When you put your faith in Christ, there is something, there are some things that happen immediately to you. And I'm not gonna go through them all for time's sake, um, but one of those uh, is called the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And, and where we get that is, is in, in scripture, it just says that, um, that, that, that God no longer dwells in a temple made by human hands but moves into the hearts of his people, right? So the Holy Spirit, you, that's when we say your body's a temple of the Holy Spirit, that's what that means, is that now the Spirit, that God's presence lives inside of you if you're a believer in Christ. Uh, so that's powerful, right? That means you have a, an ability to receive wisdom and direction in a way never, uh, that was never possible before, right? You had the filling of the Holy Spirit, you had the Spirit uh, dwell temporarily upon uh, people in the Old Testament. But man, now as a believer, because the barrier has been broken down by the cross of Christ, we actually have God's presence with us. Um, but it also is serious, like sin grieves the spirit within us as well. Um, so you, you have his presence with you. You should feel comforted in a special way. You should feel never alone because you have the spirit with you. And you should feel courageous to be able to live out your faith in ways you never thought you could. Why? Because the Spirit is indwelt in you. Uh, and there's a lot of other uh, applications to, to that as well. But there's scriptures that you can look, just look up, uh, you know, feel free to just Google the indwelling of the Holy Spirit verses. And it'll give you a bunch of them you can look for yourself. Okay? All right. Lastly, before we go, what was the role of the elders in the early church and what is it here at Cornerstone? Um, so in the scriptures, there's this office given and, and described uh, in the local churches. They're called elders. Um, and, and so elders, just from the scriptures, we see a few things that they're, they were expected to do. One, um, they settle disputes in the church. So if there's some big problem, not every little dispute, right? That should be, uh, there should be a pattern, right? You go to your brother first, eventually the elders, if it can't be um, rectified, you go to the elders. Uh, they oversee, they shepherd um, the church with humility. 
Um, one of the big verses that I always bring up in our new membership class about elders and, and those who are under the authority of the elders in a local church is Hebrews 13, 17. Yield to those leading you and be submissive for their watch for your souls as those who must give an account that they may do it with joy and not with grief for that is unprofitable for you. So the role of the elders is to take care of your soul. That's huge, right? And we, we're actually gonna be given account that did we do that with the best of our ability. And, and so the job of someone who has an elder over them is to make it easy for them, right? Don't make them go all the time, right? You know, make their life easier. Let them take care of you. But an elder's job is to actually do that. Um, also in James, pray for the sick. And of course, to be devoted to prayer and teaching. Um, so at, at Cornerstone, our elders oversee all functions of the local church. Um, there's no one above the elders as far as a council or someone else. The elders together, plurality of elders, um, cast a vision for the church, um, pray about, teach, make sure we're, we're, we're biblically accurate as much as we, we possibly can be in every area of our church. So one of the things that we truly really try to do with elders is keep them not above everybody, but not in the weeds. We have all kinds of staff, not just paid, but unpaid, people using their gifts to do that. And, and elders will do some of that, but for the most part, to be kind of really spending their time praying about and thinking about the vision of this church and are we truly doing what we're supposed to do? Are we caring for your souls? Um, and so the, the, that's what they really spend their time doing. And if they see an area where we're not doing well, is to find solutions to make sure that happens. Um, it, it will vary based on the church. If you're a church with, you know, 70 people, then sure, you're gonna know your elders really, really well. It's just normal in your pastor. Uh, but a church that gets to, the, to any size, even like ours, you know, four or 500 people and beyond, like you may not know your elders super well, and that's okay. Are you, is your soul being cared for? And that's what the elders are most concerned with. And, 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 and if that, mean, that means somebody's taking care of your soul and they're making sure that's happening, okay? There's a lot more to it, but hopefully that answers your specific question. Make sure you submit your questions, uh, cornerstonebv.org, and hopefully we'll answer them in a coming episode. And hopefully we'll see you this weekend at church as we worship and uh, celebrate together uh, our Lord Jesus Christ. See you then.